Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. We have full coverage of India Prime Minister Modi's visit to the White House here in America. When he is confronted by a reporter, he denies there's any kind of anti-religious sentiment. But when he goes back, he admits to anti-Christian violence in Manipur. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On today's show, we have ongoing analysis of the India situation, especially when 35,000 Christians have been driven out of their homes in Northeast state called Manipur. Over 200 churches have been burned to the ground. Hundreds of Christian bodies are dead in the morgue after a wave of Hindu or Hindutva violence against Christians has swept that country, especially in the Northeast. In the midst of this, India Prime Minister Modi has been accused of ignoring the problem and has, in fact has been uh, criticized by the Congress party, the opposition party, and his BJP party has been helping or even facilitating the violence along with the RSS, the Nazi party of Hinduism, that is inciting more violence. Would Modi himself address this issue here in Washington, D.C.? Let's first roll a clip from CNN News 18 in India, which is explaining his non-response to the Manipur violence. News coming in from Manipur, where unfortunately violence is still being reported from, and politics has begun over this with the Congress hitting out at the central government. Jairam Ramesh of the Congress party now taking to Twitter. He says, and I quote, Union Minister from Manipur is lamenting the prevailing situation in the state, but the PM is still silent, too busy preparing for his visit to the United States while Manipur continues to burn. That's the allegation coming to the fore from the Congress party. The Congress has blamed the central government, the BJP, for mishandling the situation in Manipur, which is why two months on we still see sporadic instances of violence. Yesterday, the home of Union MOS of MEA was torched in Imphal. Those are visuals that you see on your screens where miscreants set his home, his vehicles set ablaze. While the minister was in the national capital himself, we had a reaction coming to the fore from him this morning where he lamented the kind of situation that is prevailing in the state. Remember, internet continues to be suspended for another five days until the 20th in the light of the violence that we have seen. Preeti, my colleague, getting us more details. Preeti, uh, the politics continues. We've seen the kind of reactions that come to the fore from uh, the Congress party. But what's the actual situation on ground now? See, the, uh, if we talk about the actual situation there in Manipur as of now, there are a lot of fresh violence, reports of fresh violence coming in, but along with that, the peace committee that was constituted under the governor of the state is also trying to make the process on. They are trying to talk with both the communities after uh, the union home minister visited the state. Uh, he stayed here for three days and he tried to talk with all the stakeholders about the issues and then he went back then the, and time and again we have seen that the 
chief minister has also addressed the people and he has stated that the peace cannot be bought just alone by the rulers by the people who are in the government but also the people the common people will have to get back make the mind to get back to peace because the peace committee is trying their best to talk to the people of the both the communities but it seems that there are certain miscreants as we have seen that the people are to be identified there are certain miscreants who are trying to spread violence in the state as well so along with the peace committee's process trying to be um, forwarded we have seen that certain fresh reports of violence is also coming in which definitely states that there are still certain miscreants who do not want the peace process to start who do not want the peace to come back to manipur maybe as stated by the civilians there are those people who do not want violence anymore because they are at the receiving end but uh, regarding the politics as we talk, talk about there is a lot of politics happening regarding the situation in manipur at this point of time the congress is also uh, leveling charges that the pm the pm modi has not spoken anything on this incident but we cannot ignore the fact that the union home minister was here for three consecutive day at uh, days where the manipur chief minister recently addressing a press conference stated that this is maybe the first time that one union home minister has visited the northeastern state and stayed there for three days and tried to talk with the all the stakeholders about the issue but the the peace cannot be bought back just by the rulers but also by the people of the state until unless the people try to make the process to the peace process the peace committee uh, this won't be possible as is stated and biren singh stated in yesterday's press conference unfortunately peace continues to elude the state of manipur do stay on with me because like we've been pointing out unfortunately an mos uh, union mos mea's home in imphal was torched yesterday let's listen into what he had to say also cnn news 18 was on ground present when that happened the aftermath is what we've tracked take a look make an amicable solution let us move forward for development sometimes some vested interested group wanted to use this releases card but we totally against it and there is no releases now at the moment luckily on that very night uh, my children are just arrived to delhi otherwise see this is the second attempt first attempt i was there so i requested the security advisor for prompt action but yesterday nobody is there and then about nobody is there means my mothers and brothers are there and then uh, what happened the earlier attack was in early uh, evening that was 8:30 yesterday was about 10:30 so everybody is relaxed and even the security we cannot come up Preeti my colleague continues to be with us getting us the very latest as far as the situation in Manipur goes now Preeti we've seen uh, the kind of reaction that came to the fore from the chief minister he appealed for calm but he also said that as far as efforts that are being taken we are seeing that the violence or the number of incidents of violence have reduced over a period of time Of course the number of incidents if we see from 3rd of May the situation that was actually in the state it has got to better and in certain days we have seen that there are no reports of violence although in the last 2 3 days the, the reports of violence have started getting up fresh but before that we could see a 3 day complete peace returning back to the state but it seems that as we have, we are talking about certain miscreants because we have seen that the cookie INPIS has also stated they have also stated that they want peace they are uh, actually happy 
about the initiative taken by the center, the Maiti. There are certain Maiti representatives who are also stating that they want back peace to the state. But there are certain violence still being reported, which definitely states that there are certain miscreants who do not want back peace in the state at this point of time, perhaps because they are also not agreeing with it. They have a lot of disagreements with the peace committee as well. But if we talk about the incidents coming out down, the violent incidences that has been this has happened in the state in the last more than one month, almost for one month and 15 days now. So we have seen that the violence, number of violence have come down, but there is still certain fresh violence being reported and we have always termed that they are the miscreants who have tried to done this because there are cookie people who want back peace. There are Maite people who want back peace as well because their children, their people are at the receiving end. The data services are banned. The, the main national highways are also blocked at certain places which is making the price rise in the essential commodities. They cannot go back. So many 50, over 50,000 people are displaced. They are staying in different parts. So you see a lot of people want back peace, they do not want violence, but who are these people who want violence is also another question. Absolutely. Who is really responsible for the kind of violence that we are seeing? Uh, politically, the Congress believes that it's uh, the BJP who is unable to handle the situation and it is for them to ensure that this does not continue. Unfortunately, sporadic incidents of violence coming to the fore from Manipur. The internet ban has been extended until the 20th of this month. As well. So there you saw CNN News 18 in India explaining how the Congress party is accusing Modi of ignoring the anti-Christian violence in Manipur. Let's take a break. That sets up his speech alongside Joe Biden in the White House, he, and he denies there's any problem. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years. But now, there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. 
defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're now going to the press conference where Prime Minister Modi stood side by side with Joe Biden in the White House and he was confronted by a Wall Street Journal reporter. Sabrina Siddiqui asked him a question about anti-Muslim discrimination in India and Modi essentially denies there's a problem. Mr. Prime Minister, India has long prided itself as the world's largest democracy, but there are many human rights groups who say that your government has discriminated against religious minorities and sought to silence its critics. Um, as you stand here in the East Room of the White House, where so many world leaders have made commitments to protecting democracy, what steps are you and your government willing to take to improve the rights of Muslims and other minorities in your country and to uphold free speech? Here's the English translation of Modi's response. I'm actually really surprised that people say so. And so people don't say it. Indeed, India is a democracy. And as President Biden also mentioned, India and America, both countries, democracy is in our DNA. Democracy is our spirit. Democracy runs in our veins. We live democracy. And our ancestors have actually put words to this concept, and that is in the form of our constitution. Our government has taken the basic principles of democracy, and on that basis, our constitution is made, and the entire country runs on that, our constitution and government. We have always proved that democracy can deliver. And when I say deliver, this is regardless of caste, creed, religion, gender. There's absolutely no space for discrimination. And when you talk democracy, if there are no human values, there is no humanity. And there are no human rights, then it's not a democracy. And that is why when you say democracy and you accept democracy, and we, when we live in a democracy, then there is absolutely no space for discrimination. And that is why India believes in moving ahead with everybody, with trust, and with everybody's efforts. These are foundational principles, which are the basis of how we operate, how we live our lives. In India, the benefits are that are provided by the government is accessible to all. Whether whoever deserves those benefits is available to everybody. And that is why in India's democratic values, there's absolutely no discrimination, neither on the basis of caste, creed, or age, or any kind of geographic location. End quote. And that is Modi's response. Now, let me repeat his words. In India's democratic values, there is absolutely no discrimination, neither on the basis of caste, creed, or age, or any kind of geographic location. In other words, nothing to see here. There is no discrimination. We don't do that on the basis of religion. It is not happening. And Modi, right there from the pulpit, denies that there is violence happening in Manipur or against Muslims or against minority religions. Nothing to see here, he says. No problem whatsoever. That is not true. 
Let's take a short break. When we come back, Modi's response after he returns to India admits there is genocide against Christians in Manipur. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. The good news is this. Whatever he learned from being criticized by CNN and the Congress party, Whatever he learned by being confronted by Wall Street Journal reporter Sabrina Siddiqui, he went back to India and made some changes. Here we have a CNN report of Modi after his return to India, chairing a meeting to finally admit and finally discuss the anti-Christian violence happening in Manipur. Let's roll that clip. <laughs> to shift our focus to some other breaking developments now coming in. We're understanding the Prime Minister has chaired a high-level meeting of what's taking place in Manipur. The Home Minister Amit Shah has also briefed the Prime Minister as far as the ground situation is concerned. So we are, we're understanding there was a high-level meeting, some visuals on your screens as well. Remember the situation is not back to normal. Manipur still remains on the edge. So the Prime Minister also chairing this crucial meeting and being briefed by the Home Minister. Our colleague Arun Dhanta now joining us on the broadcast. Arun, even as the opposition continues to take barbs at the government saying not much is done, we've already seen the Home Minister make a visit. We've seen the Chief Minister Sam make a visit. Help us understand uh, what is the kind of uh, ground report that is being given to the Prime Minister as far as what the situation is. Well, see, Ritima, Prime Minister Modi was uh, out of the country for almost uh, five days. And in this period, we had seen uh, Congress Party was uh, saying that uh, Manipur is burning here and Prime Minister is uh, 
having state dinner or is on a state visit. So, in fact, in this period, we had seen uh, Union Home Minister Amit Shah calling that uh, all party meeting where uh, uh, close to 20 parties uh, participated. And that meeting essentially was about... Uh, uh, was about taking their suggestions, their viewpoints as to what they uh, think about what should be done, and also importantly, to give them the update as to what uh, central government has done so far, what are the efforts which they have uh, done in this regard. And of course, uh, in this all-party meeting, uh, all these uh, leaders of different parties uh, were given, op given opportunities to, to speak, give their uh, suggestions, and some of them, of course, uh, uh, gave uh, different suggestions. Some uh, wanted, uh, you know, peace talks to, to go on uh, quite uh, stringently, and some wanted resignation of the chief minister, and some wanted to send a delegation to, to Manipur. But now, as we speak, uh, these rituals of uh, Prime Minister Modi is uh, sitting with some of the top ministers uh, is not only about, of course, uh, Manipur, but the various other issues will be discussed, because you have... Uh, Hardeep Puri there, you have Nirvala Sitaraman, uh, you have uh, Union Home Minister Amit Shah, apart from some of the uh, officials that are present here. So perhaps uh, there will be some, some other discussions related to uh, these ministries and of course Assam floods which is also uh, creating a lot of trouble. In this regard, Hemant Biswa Sarma had, uh, had just, so, just spoken to Union Home Minister. He briefed him so, uh, so perhaps that will also be part of this meeting and of course uh, the issues related to these, these ministers were who are present there related to their ministries that will also be discussed in this meeting because we, we can see some of the officials of these ministries are part of this this meeting so this is this meeting will have different agendas uh, and and that's perhaps the reason why you have all these uh, top ministers present there Arun, just speaking specifically once again as far as Manipur is concerned what is the kind of communication that is happening with the chief minister Biren Singh and also talk to our viewers about the kind of measures and help that has been given to ensure that peace prevails in Manipur. Well, see, at this moment, uh, a central government has, uh, has, has ensured that they are putting all the efforts on the ground to maintain that uh, peace in the state. And in fact, uh, in that uh, in that all-party meeting, Amit Shah briefed uh, all the parties saying that the uh, situation is, uh, is under control. And last uh, couple of days, there, has, there hasn't been, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, cases of uh, violence on a large scale. So they are working on this direction where the peace will be installed in coming few days. And in fact, uh, uh, yesterday, uh, the chief minister of Manipur was summoned to Delhi. Uh, he met the Union Home Minister Amit Shah and then uh, immediately yesterday yesterday night left uh, uh, left for uh, for manipur so he will also be you know taking that communication to the state from amit shah and he will be uh, having those dialogues with the people there in the state and also remember when uh, ridima amit shah visited uh, manipur uh, last month for four days he had different meetings he visited refugee camps he met all the stakeholders in this uh, he met uh, you know the security officials there in fact he uh, you know formed a commission uh, under the under the leadership of a retired judge who would look into the, the the details of the cases or various issues related to this violence in the state and also there was a peace committee which was formed uh, under the leadership of uh, the state governor so that 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 uh, that the committee will have at least uh, four, 50 members. So they are also working. So there are different steps which uh, were taken at that point in time. But still, uh, afterwards, we had seen a uh, few, few incidences of violence, arson taking place in Manipur. In fact, uh, as of now, as per the data, 
more than 100 people have lost their lives and close to 50,000 people have been displaced. Uh, so the central government is maintaining that they are uh, putting all their efforts, their, uh, their people are there on the ground. In fact, MOS Home uh, was debuted there for 20 days. He was there in the state for 20 days, uh, coordinating things with uh, other senior officials, paramilitary forces on a large on a large scale present there on the ground. So efforts are being done. Now when okay. we have Prime Minister Modi back sure. in the country, he will of course be, uh, you know, uh, 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 told okay. about uh, the, the, the details and what is the situation there in Manipur at, the, at this moment. Okay, Arun, we'll have to leave that conversation there. Thanks a lot for getting us all those details. Our thanks to CNN Channel 18 for the A clip and the C clip and to the White House Press Corps for providing the video of Modi's visit. Let's pray for an end to the anti-Christian violence and any religious discrimination that continues to happen in India. And now the Prime Minister is finally on board, admitting there is a problem. Let's pray that he resolves it. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for an end to the genocide that is happening in Manipur, that the Christians will no longer be punished by the Hindutva Nazis and the RSS party who enables that, or even the BJP party who looks the other way. Instead, Father, we pray for respect for Christians, for their right to exercise their religion in peace. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed, and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray in Jesus' Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks, we have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children. In some of the poorest slums overseas, we're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and supporting us with your donations. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, 
please donate. Again, the website is PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Luke 6, Give and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, put back into your bosom. For the same measure you use for others, it will be measured back to you. God bless you as you give. If you want to give by telephone or you just need prayer, call us now at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.